you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. everybody it's tuesday november 21st 2023 welcome to the nfl fantasy football show it's me your man mg marcus grant joined by michael f florio we got a fun episode for you today we're hitting up the mailbag to answer all your fantasy questions after week 11 plus matt okada is going to drop by with his top waiver wire targets for the week but let's get started by giving the folks what they want and answering some of their twitter questions All right, time to get to some of your fantasy questions. You send them to us on twitter.com. I I know it's not what the the label of it says, but when you type that Earl in, that's where you go to. Uh, So we got your questions there. We're going to go through them real quick. Tim wants to know, need a quarterback, and someone has offered Purdy to me. I have Kamara, A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Austin Eckler. Who should I give up? Hmm. I've been advocating to trade for Brock Purdy. I do not think I would trade any of those four players for him. AJ Brown is untouchable. Amon Ross St. Brown is untouchable. Alvin Kamara is giving up too much. Eckler might be the one of the four, but I don't think I pulled the trigger and and give him up. I mean, if I had to give him one, I I guess it's Kamara, but even that feels like an overpay. Um, I would be curious to see who else is on your roster that that maybe you can part ways with. Uh, But those, any one of those four guys... AJ Brown and Amon Ra are non-starters. Like that's not even a question. Maybe it's it's Camara. I don't know. Um, King Savage wants to know my QB situation is horrible. I got Kenny Pickett, Stafford, and Fields. Who do I start down the stretch? It's a two QB league. Fields for sure. You're starting. Uh, I guess it's Stafford of the other two options. But even that isn't particularly great. No, uh, it, it to me it's that Kenny Pickett has one touchdown in his last month. Yeah, I, I I don't think he's even in two quarterback. He's not someone I'd want to. I'd play like if it was a super flex, I'd play like a fourth string running back over him. That's your, that's the other thing to mention. Like, is it a is it a straight two QB league or is it a super flex league? Because I think sometimes in super flex we get hung up on the idea of having to start a quarterback. 
depending on how far down the quarterback list you're going, you might be better off starting another running back or a wide receiver uh, in your super flex. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Uh, Corbin 71, how do you recover from losing Joe Burrow and having three of your four running backs get hurt in the same week? Yikes. I don't know if you look, you got a stream quarterback. You could try to make trades. It depends on who your running backs are and, and how long I'm guessing Aaron Jones is one of them. Um, but yeah, you're going to have to make moves, be aggressive on the waiver wire and just hope you no buys next week makes it a little bit easier to set your lineup. Yeah, it does. But uh, yeah, man, that, that hurts. There's no easy answers for that one. Just, you just got to kind of gut through and, and see how creative you can get setting lineups. Uh, this one from Chi. ETN has been costing my matchups recently. Should I start Rashad over ETN for now? So Rashad White over Travis ETN. Um, I don't know. I've liked, I like, I like both those guys. I've liked ETN all year long. I've liked Rashad White recently. Um, maybe I, I would, I would want to know if you have any other running backs, like who else are you potentially starting right now? Yeah. I was going to say, if you're just debating between those two, you must have like, you gotta have like, somebody else yeah, there. Yeah, like CMC or something. I, I will take the L this week on Rashad White. The yardage was bad, but it was like you said, man, like six catches, a touchdown. That that right there is twelve points before you add in any of the yards. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's why I think people like Rashad White. Uh, Scott wants to know: Is it time to bench Cooper Cup? It depends on your options. Like I, I, in a vacuum, probably not because the upside is so high. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like the ceiling is really, really high. Uh, I mean, unless somehow you're rolling out there with, I don't know. Tank Dell and AJ Brown or something like that, then maybe. But right now, I, I have a hard time saying yes to that. Last one. Is Tony Pollard a buy, sell, or it says gold. I'm guessing that means hold. I'm guessing this is a typo here. So, uh, Rohan, is Tony Pollard a buy, sell, or hold? Uh, you could try to sell high now because he's coming off of a big game. I kind of view him as more of a hold. I, he's definitely not a buy, but uh, if you're trying to sell him now, would be the time. Now's the time to do it. Although I understand that people are also probably going to be onto your game. Understanding what you're doing. So you may be better off holding him uh, more than anything else. So uh, good luck to all of you out there as we get closer to the playoffs. Let's get some of the top waiver wire targets. Our pal Matt Okadas put together his list for week 12. For quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, uh, one of the Saints quarterbacks, whoever is healthy and starting, be it Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Gardner Minshew with the Colts off a bye. Running backs pretty deep there. Devin Singletary, Khalil Herbert, Zach Charbonnet, Keaton Mitchell. And one of the two of Royce Freeman or Daryl Henderson, depending on which one Sean McVay likes this week. Ty Chandler in Minnesota also in play for waiver options this week. Over to some pass catchers. Odell Beckham Jr. along with Josh Downs, Jahan or Johan Dotson, if you prefer. Jaden Reed and Rashid Shahid. I feel the need, the need for Shahid. Greg Dorch getting some work in Arizona as well. Elijah Moore, Khalil Shakir, Jackson Smith and Jigba starting to heat up. And Noah Brown, hopefully he's back and healthy again this week going against the Jaguars. Tight ends, Taysom Hill, Logan Thomas, Isaiah Likely with Mark Andrews out for the season. And then a lot of defenses to stream. The Lions, the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Broncos, the Saints, the Giants, the Patriots. Oh, my. So many uh, defenses that you can possibly stream this week. But now to help us wade through some of this, it is our friend Matt Okada who writes the Waiver Wire column. You can check it out every single week at NFL.com slash Waiver Wire. No teams on a bye this week, so everybody's rosters, in theory, are fully available to them this week. But uh, Gardner Minshew also back off the bye. I know he's been sort of up and down this week, but this feels like a matchup-based play with Minshew here now. It is indeed. We haven't seen really that much Minshew magic this season. He had a crazy, fluky, good game against the Browns, and he rushed for two touchdowns in that game. But 
But we know that he can put up fantasy performances through the air as well. He's got good weapons with Michael Pittman, Josh Downs, even Jonathan Taylor out of the backfield. So we can stream him if we get the right matchup. And holy mackerel, are the Buccaneers the right matchup? Tampa Bay has been absolutely torched over the last month. They've allowed 26 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks, and that includes a six-point dud from Will Levis. That well, that Levis game aside, they allowed 27 to Brock Purdy, 29 to Josh Allen, and 42 to C.J. Stroud all in the last four weeks. I'm not predicting that kind of ceiling for Minshew, but 20-plus points is extremely viable, and a QB1 performance feels like a lock. So if you need to stream for some reason this week, and having no one on by helps avoid that problem, but the injuries kind of cancel that out, Minshew is your guy. 30 points from Minshew. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> someone that we've talked up a lot on this show is, is Zach Charbonnet, and Kenneth Walker leaves early this week. Okada, hard schedule coming up, but what are your expectations for ZC? Yeah, if, if for some reason you just joined, this is the first time you're hearing of Zach Charbonnet, the important thing to know is the Seahawks spent up in big draft capital to add him in the second round this year, despite the fact they had just done that with Kenneth Walker. And so we kind of thought, well, does that mean he's going to eat into Walker's workload this year? Are they going to run a committee of some kind? And he's really just been more of a light change of pace role guy for these first couple months. But he was just starting to flash before Wofford su- suffered this oblique injury this past Sunday. And now he has the opportunity potentially to show out in a lead role. From what I've heard... And this is somewhat speculative for now. Walker will likely miss one to three weeks. And the next three matchups are not great. It's 49ers, Cowboys, and 49ers again. So the upside may not be huge, but Charbonnet has 60-plus scrimmage yards in three of his last four games, running primarily as the backup. I do think he will be a flex play in those games. And given his upside and the chance that there may be lingering injury for Walker, I think Charbonnet could be one of those league-winning ads that we always get around this time of year. So try to get yeah. him up if you can. He was, uh, he's definitely starting to close the gap a little bit there uh, in, in Seattle. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics <laughs> he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam casella to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Ty Chandler. I know we have loved him. And it just seems like the Vikings aren't ready to commit to Alexander Madison. So maybe this is Chandler's time finally coming along. <laughs> Skull, listen, they've done their best not to commit to Alexander Madison. So I do believe you there. Now, he was Chandler was out carried by Madison 18 to 10 on Sunday. And it's worth noting that 3.1 of his fantasy points came on a fake punt, which maybe is a little fluky. So, but I just say those things to set the expectations. I do think Chandler is still a really strong pickup. On the 10 carries he did get, he had 73 rushing yards. More importantly, perhaps he caught all four of his targets for 37 yards on Sunday Night Football. Madison caught one of his two targets for negative yardage, and he's just not passing the eye test the way that Chandler is. I think Chandler looks much more explosive, and you really want to have that aspect in the run game. We saw what it did for Kirk Cousins when it was Dalvin Cook in Minnesota. I think Chandler is much more in that kind of mold. And Madison can go back to being what he was with Dalvin Cook, which is a really good change of pace guy. So hopefully the Vikings watch this tape, look at this production, and start to make the switch. If they do, I think you're looking at like the new version of Devin Singletary supplanting Damian Pierce phenomenon, which we've seen work out really well. So pick up Chandler if he's available. Every time I hear the name Ty Chandler, I think of the old Knicks center. And uh, speaking of New York <laughs> legends, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, over 100 yards this past week for the first time, maybe since he's been in New York. Uh, no Mark Andrews now. What are you expecting from Odell? Yeah, this is honestly wild that this is a thing. There was a long time ago, we never thought Odell would be on a waiver wire. Then recently, we didn't know if he'd be on a football field again. Now, since week 10, he scored a touchdown twice. Then he took those four catches for 116 yards on TNF this past week. That's double-digit fantasy points in three straight games. He looks good. And while we haven't seen an incredible ceiling, I like the fact that the tape is showing more of the Odell of old. He looks explosive. He's taking slants on for long gains. And most importantly, and unfortunately, Mark Andrews out for the season, which means Lamar Jackson is going to need a new alpha and a new go-to target in the red zone. I think Zay Flowers will be great, maybe the 1A between the 20s and downfield, but it's possible Odell becomes the 1B possession receiver and the biggest threat to score if he steps up anywhere close to the talent level he's had in his past. I think we're looking at a highly startable wide receiver down the stretch. Uh, speaking of startable wide receivers, Josh Downs has been playing well all year long. People haven't really seemed to get on board, but maybe after the bye, people will jump in. I, I don't know what it takes at this point, Matt. Yeah, well, what it took was his October when he was absolutely red hot and was averaging 16.6 fantasy points per game and hit 70 plus yards or the end zone in all four of those games. Then the problem and the reason he's available again is he scored a combined eight fantasy points in weeks nine through 10 and then hit his bye. Weeks nine through 10 were matchups against the Panthers and the Patriots. Spoiler alert, neither of those opponents are friendly to fantasy wideouts or good game scripts. For downs coming off his bye, you already know who he faces in week 12 because we hit at the top with Gardner Minshew. No team is allowing more schedule adjusted fantasy points to the wide receiver position than the Buccaneers over the last five weeks. I absolutely love downs as a start this week and he gets the Titans in week 13 who are also a top tier matchup for wide receivers. And I just like downs despite the two down performances against those bad matchups. So I think he's in for a bounce back, will be good down the stretch. You're going to want him on your roster for the fantasy playoffs.
Yeah, and speaking of rookie wide receivers, Jaden Reed just continues to produce by air, by land, by sea, maybe. Who knows? Like, he just, he's finding different ways to be productive. So, what do you think about the rookie going forward? Yeah, if we put the Packers on on a ship in the ocean, Jaden Reed would still produce, (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Uh, Listen, if Jordan Love was Patrick Mahomes, or apparently CJ Stroud, this annoyingly even distribution of targets in Green Bay might not be as frustrating because maybe he could support several of them. Unfortunately, he is not, which means it's been very hard to zero in on any single Packers wideout as a reliable fantasy option. But I do think Jaden Reed is nearing the point where he is that guy. Over the last month, he leads the crew in touches with 20 and scrimmage yards with 299. And he's playing essentially on par with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs in snaps and routes. And the fact that I use touches and scrimmage yards and the way Florio introed him is worth noting because it's a nod to his creative usage in the run game. He tallied 46 yards and a touchdown on three carries this past Sunday against the Chargers. He also just looks the most explosive on tape. Christian Watson has not looked consistently good. Reed has 60-plus scrimmage yards and or a touchdown in four of the Packers' last five games. That's as consistent as we're getting from this crew. I think he's an excellent stash. And he gets the Buccaneers in Week 15. So that's a quarterfinals win right there. 30 points. <laughs> there it is. Just log it in. Yeah. And like, you know, he's running the ball. He's catching the ball. So now obviously that means he's Debo Samuel because that's how it works uh, nowadays in <laughs> fantasy. Uh, Taysom Hill. We know you love Taysom Hill. I'm just going to I'm going to stand back and let you gush about Taysom Hill here. Yeah. we Amazingly, I think by now, even the pod listeners all know that I love Taysom Hill because this is maybe what the third or fourth time we've mentioned him. And the problem is that we have to keep mentioning him. So here we go back to the lab again. Uh, He had a dud in week 10. I told you these would come. He will have duds. Every fantasy tight end has them, but certainly Taysom Hill is a little more suspect to them. But that was the only one in the last several weeks of action from Taysom Hill. And then he had his bye in week 11. So once again, he's available in more than half of NFL.com leagues. We need to fix that. You must pick Taysom Hill back up if you're in need at tight end. So I'm looking at you, Mark Andrews managers. (laughs) Here's your reassurance if you need it. If you take that single digit outing in week 10 and you take the week off for the bye, Taysom Hill still has 72 fantasy points since week six. That ranks sixth among tight ends over that span in total and fifth if you remove Mark Andrews from the picture which obviously we have to do moving forward. So I think Taysom Hill is a locked and loaded tight end one. You will have some down weeks, but you will have ceilings that very few other tight ends can hit. And whether Derek Carr plays banged up or Jameis Winston gets the start in the near future, we could see increased snaps for Taysom given his wonky role as the alternative QB. And snaps for Taysom equals fantasy points. Yeah, snaps for Taysom. Absolutely, they do. And I do think having Carr at quarterback probably helps him because Jameis is probably going to take some shots down the field that may uh, not include Taysom Hill, but definitely worth adding. Uh, Matt, as always, good stuff, man. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, And that is pretty much where we're going to set things down as well. That is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. Tomorrow, we are previewing all of the Thanksgiving Day games and more. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, strive to create a world where chickens can cross the road and not be questioned about their motives. Be safe, take care of yourselves, and we'll talk to you again real soon. 
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.